Welcome to the 10-Minute Transformation Podcast. I'm Dave Milford, and I'm glad you're here. On today's podcast, disciple is not a dirty word. Jesus chose you. John 15, 16 says, You did not choose me. I chose you. And I gave you this work to go and produce fruit, fruit that will last. Jesus chose the disciples to learn from him. He chose you too. He chose you to become like him and to establish the kingdom of God, God's righteousness and his love on the earth. Being a disciple begins as a wonderful time of discovery and exploration. There's so much to learn. As we read and study the Bible, we begin to hear God. He speaks most often from his word. Disciples are focused on Jesus and are learning to be like him. In 2 Timothy 2.15, it says, Make an effort to present yourselves to God as a tried-and-true worker, one who doesn't need to be ashamed, but as one who interprets the message of truth correctly. There's so much to learn here that we really can be overwhelmed. What should I do first? Jesus told us his priorities, and they should become ours. In Mark 12, 29-31, Jesus said the most important command is, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. The second command is this, love your neighbor as you love yourself. As we understand Jesus' call to live a life of love, we'll take the next step and we'll become servants. Love requires that we become doers, not just hearers of God's word. But if we stay at this discipleship level, we risk becoming Pharisees. Pharisees in Jesus' time were so busy studying and following the rules, arguing about the meaning of every little part of Scripture, and pointing fingers at others who didn't agree with them, that they didn't recognize Jesus as the Son of God when he walked in the room. Modern-day Pharisees are much the same. Religion can replace relationship in your life if you aren't focused on relationship. There's one thing that all disciples do, surrender to love. Look at brash, blunt Peter the fisherman who bragged that others may deny Christ, but he never would. But Peter's fear caused him to deny Jesus three times, then curse. In a conversation uh, with Jesus after Jesus rose from the dead, Jesus redeemed Peter with his love. John 21, 15 to 24 has the beautiful story. Jesus reinstated Peter, then warned him of the surrender he would have to make in his life as a disciple. Of the 120 believers who were in the upper room, When the power of God fell and they were filled with the Holy Spirit, Peter was the one who spoke to the large crowd. That one sermon caused 3,000 men to become Christ's. Peter was a man transformed by God's love. He wasn't bound up in the guilt and shame of denying Christ three times. He had surrendered to love, and love had set him free. Disciples loved Jesus enough to lay down their own plans and pursuits. Matthew 16, 24 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Our cross is our own plans and pursuits. Discipleship requires discipline. Discipleship requires discipline, but self-discipline won't sustain you. When I was young, I obeyed my mother because she was bigger and more powerful than me. I learned obedience through her discipline. At times, she cried as she explained why she was disciplining me so harshly. Later, when I was bigger and stronger than her, I obeyed her because I loved her, and I knew she loved me. This must be our progression with Father God. We begin to obey God out of discipline, 
And it doesn't take long to realize that he loves us. And what he requires is really in our own best interest. Then eventually we come to love him. And that's what motivates us to listen for his every whisper and to immediately obey. In 1992, I left a hospital in China to be flown to a hospital in Hong Kong. I was weak and quite ill. I left China in a wheelchair and never had a chance to say goodbye to my Chinese friends and students I was teaching. A few months later, I was forced to go back to the U.S. to regain my health. I wanted to go back to China immediately. God said, no. I asked again and again over the next three years. I got angry with God. He had given me love for the Chinese people, but would not let me go there. I wanted to serve them, but I at least knew enough not to go against his will. One night, I was upset. I demanded, why? Why can't I go back? Why, God? Why? I prayed the question, well, okay, I admit it, I was yelling. Finally, God answered me. He yelled, it's the wrong question. I don't know if that was an audible voice or just him speaking in my spirit, but it was loud. I was terrified. I fell to the floor on my face. I realized I had been rebelling against God for three years. I asked him to forgive me. Even while being corrected so forcefully, I have to say that I felt his love. At first I was afraid, but then I felt the love in his correction. It was a strange thing, a very unique experience. As I let go of my desire and repented for my rebellion, God's peace flooded my small apartment. I felt so loved. I would never ask that question again. Two years later, I was back in China, in Hong Kong this time, and married to the love of my life. God couldn't work out his plan for my life until I surrendered my plans and pursuits. His plan was better, much better. I got the girl and went back to China too. Jesus' invitation to be his disciple is an invitation to die to self and live in love with Jesus. We have to come to believe that his plans for us will always be better than our own. Today's activation. Let's make this real in your life. Before I married my wife, I warned her that I regularly prayed, I will go anywhere and I will do anything for you, Lord. It was my absolute surrender to Jesus. You see, I was an alcoholic before I was born again, and I owed him so much, and I knew it. That prayer had taken me to China. I was shocked when it happened, but excited. I didn't know where that prayer would lead me next. Was she prepared for that? Yes, she said. She was. Is there anything holding you back from complete surrender to Jesus? I'm asking you to surrender everything. Let God's plan come alive in your life. It will be a wild and wonderful adventure beyond your imagination. Surrender and let God's love be the prize you pursue. Be his disciple. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like comment, and subscribe. Thank you for listening. And thank you for doing the activation to let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. That's Romans 12.2 in the New Living Translation. See you tomorrow.